Dallas Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. Come on, come on, come on and get buzzed with us. Seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswan. Hey, welcome to VO Buzz Weekly, and today we are going to take control of our finances. Wait a minute. We already have control of our mm -hmm. finances. You are going to take control of your finances, right, Stacey? Yes. We are sharing our amazing accountant with you, Diane McCauley. She's incredible, especially for creative professionals, people who are the CEO of their own company, which is probably most of you. So we're going to talk all about corporating, whether you should, whether you shouldn't. Can you deduct your rental space or your owner space, like for your home studio? All of it. We're going to give you the lowdown, and uh, I'm excited. Absolutely. I'm really she excited. is our secret weapon, yes. and we're sharing her with you. Here we go. Our guest is the owner of DC Macaulay & Associates. She has over 25 years of experience as a bookkeeper and accountant. She is going to give great information to all of you out there who are the CEOs of your own company. She is our secret weapon, and we love her so much. And she is Diane McCauley. We are getting buzzed. Hi, Diane. Hi. Hi. Buzzed. What's happening? Hi. Oh, not a lot. I'm you. excited to be oh, here. We are so excited to have you on our show today mm -hmm. because, I mean, I have to say that you and I haven't been working that long together, right? Maybe mm -hmm. a couple of years. Yeah. Uh -huh. And you and Stacy have been yeah. working together too. When I started working with Diane on my taxes and finances and bookkeeping and all this stuff, you guys are going to love it, love it, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, everything would start with, well, Diane said, Diane said. But what's great is that you are so creative. Every First of all, everything you do is by the book legit. Right. You're not that creative accountant. You really, but you for the creative professional, you... I mean, it was life-changing for me, for Chuck. Um, so we want to share that mm -hmm. with the good people out there. Good. Um, let's start first about incorporating. Yes. That's the big thing. Who should do it? If so, when? What kinds of corporations? It's not always right for some people. So can you kind of just go through what the different corporations are and when is a good time and who really needs to do it? Okay. Well, first of all, um, what I'm going to say has to do with California tax primarily. Mm -hmm. Other states m may have different rules. But in California, I look at someone who's consistently earning at least $10,000 in net profit a year as the make-break point of whether it's worth having a corporation. $10,000 a year? Net, after all after your deductions. After all deductions. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, man, you need to get a job. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and some CPAs will put that bar higher, but I, I start talking to people at that level. Right. Now, in California, an S-Corp, I believe, is the best way to go because... Um, that's the starting point where you can start to control your own money and control how things look. Mm -hmm. So um, some of the benefits you get of 
an S-Corp is you become your own employee, but you get to say how much your pay is. You know, now there's certain guidelines that are yeah. need to be followed, but you start to be able to have the ability to have more types of deductions. Mm -hmm. And they go through a small corporation a little easier, you know. Um, than an individual. Yes, yes, now there what, are. What's the S in S Corp? What it means mean? small, it stands for small. small. Right, huh. yeah. Not super? No, it's a super <gasps> corp, yeah. Um, a regular corporation would be your big guys like IBM and, you know, Xerox and AT&T that have lots of stockholders. A small corporation is for small, closely held businesses. Okay. okay. Right. Now, so you don't have to have a board of directors and all of that? Nope. You, Just you, you and you. Yeah. You are everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that some companies like to promote limited liability companies or LLCs. LLCs. Yeah. In California... LLC treatment is different, and it's a little less tax favorable. It's good for certain types of businesses, but when you're in basically a service-based business, I think the S-Corp is the best way to go, really. Well, I love you have your, your six, uh, your rule of six Ps. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Prior planning prevents paying painful penalties. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. What yeah. do you mean by that? Well, if you don't pay the government when they want you to pay them, then they start penalizing you. Mm -hmm. For instance, people get a tax extension in April for their personal income taxes. Well, what happens is you're getting permission to file your paperwork late, not pay late, uh -huh. file it late. So, so if you plan ahead of time and you have some idea of what your profit might be, you can make a payment along with your extension, or you can be prepared that if you owe some money that you will have some penalties right, along with be, it. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's not an extension to pay your taxes, it's extension to file them. I uh -huh. see. see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's for all you procrastinators <laughs> out there. Light bulb moment yeah. number one. Um, so as far as, say, let's go back to say you have an S-Corp. Is it that you need to do the quarterly taxes? Is that, that the best Yeah, that is recommended. big yeah. chunk? Yeah. Why do you pay quarterly taxes? Well, like when you're an employee and you have a paycheck and they take money out, they take money out every time you get paid. Right. Right. So when you're either self-employed or have a corporation, the government wants some money coming their way. Right. right. You know, so that's part of your planning mm -hmm. is you, you take a look at it periodically. Quarterly is what they like and decide what's your profit and should you send something, you know? And, and this is a time when we would sit and go, how's business? Is it up from last year? Is it down from last year? Are you about the same? And if it's about the same, then you keep making quarterly payments based on... What the, you paid the year before. Right. The, so the yeah. idea is if you pay quarterly, you won't have this big bill at the end yeah. that you owe. Exactly, okay. exactly. Because, you know, for a lot of people it comes after the holidays, and now it's like, oh my gosh, I owe all this money. Right, right. You know. And Hold on, I have to ask one thing. Okay. So I don't forget. I'm so excited. Okay, go ahead. I said, I'm like, I have been so excited. I love all of our guests, but I literally have been so <laughs> She has been very excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I love it. my kind of math. I love it. Um, how is it expensive to incorporate? No, it's not. Okay. Because um, I think a lot of people think, I can't afford to incorporate. Yeah, yeah. Um, partly why I set my... Um, 
first goal for people before they incorporate is 10,000 net profit is because the costs associated with 10,000 is about what it will cost to run your corporation, right? Okay. So to actually incorporate, you know, there's various companies out there that do it on the internet. I've got a price that I do for people, and it's usually a, a complete package price, um, and I do everything. Mm -hmm. I get you a little corporate binder with your official seal and stock certificates. <laughs> all, it's all great, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but it's it's a it's a one price, and I do it all, you know. Okay. Kind of like what you guys would do when you're mm -hmm. selling a package to a client. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's everything. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. She's all inclusive, like a great yeah. resort. Yeah. All inclusive. That's right. She's like the sandals um, of accounting. <laughs> is there is there a uh, like if somebody wanted to incorporate just so that they know, is there like a you know price line of incorporating like between this and that? The actual uh, cost of the it. The actual cost of incorporating. Yeah. If somebody oh, becoming like an S corp or something like well, that. You know, their their services online, and they probably they'll probably run you five hundred dollars if you go to a CPA or an attorney. You right. can pay as much as two thousand. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so okay. I'm kind of in. So between okay. five and, and and two grand, and something like that. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. But mm -hmm. some things you're you're ending up having to do some of the work, so it's, it right. may not be yeah. as inclusive. So that's super low end. You're gonna. It's gonna be like a a menu. Where yeah. everything's a la carte. Oh, okay, uh -huh. you want me to do this? That's extra. You want right. this extra. You know, um, going to your attorney, you're going to pay the most. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm a little, a little more than the lowest price. Mm -hmm. And a little less than the highest. And, and considerably less. Than, considerably. Right. Considerably. Yes. Considerably less. Okay. Yeah. That's a yeah. good place yeah. to take yeah. a break right yeah. there, <laughs> considerably. Yeah. So since we're on this uh, this whole uh, incorporation thing here, and listen, the reason why why I'm really interested in this is because I was exactly where you guys are at right now, or a lot of you anyways, where I was running my business for years as doing business as Chuck Duran, and then I thought I was getting really, really fancy and smart, and, doing, and then I became an LLC, but it wasn't until I started seeing Di uh, Diane that, that she showed me that I was throwing so much money away because I didn't have choices of where I was going to direct my money or how to direct my money. So, can you please tell us the big difference of what we get to do when we become something like an S-Corp? Yeah. Well, what I try to explain to my clients is um, there's all these levels of taxation. You're an employee. You get taxed on your first dollar earned, right? Mm-hmm. So then you go, I'm going to work for myself, and you become a sole proprietor, and you have a, a fictitious name, a DBA. Yeah. At that point, you get to take in your income and deduct your expenses before you get taxed. Mm -hmm. So you've got a better tax base with that. The third level is going into a corporation or an LLC. LLCs are great for certain things. They're good for, they're great in the movie industry because... You have lots of costs up front before you ever sell a product. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but for people that are earning money, spending money day in and day out, in particularly in California, an S corp is your better option because you first of all separate yourself from you from your business activity. Right. Mm -hmm. That provides you a little bit of protection from being sued, things like that. Right. And then you can more readily deduct things that are normal business expenses, studio rental, 
you know, um, certain things that you have to spend to earn a living. Right. But in a corporation, they they flow in there more naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as a sole proprietor, there's a little more scrutiny. You know. Right. Um, so, so you have those things, but. I think one of the key things that I like to talk to people about with their S-Corps is how you can, instead of paying so much money into self-employment tax, which is your Social Security and Medicare, you can control that number. And with whatever savings you have there, you set up your own retirement plan that you get to direct Mm -hmm. that's not going into the government that... Even at my age, I don't know what I'm going to... I'm not going to get out of it what I put into it. Yeah, exactly. You know? you so, s- yeah. yeah, so if you set up your retirement plan, first of all, they're deductible. Yep. Right. Secondly, you get to say how the money is managed. So, so you have things like a health savings account, you have an IRA. You have, what are some mm-hmm. options? What are some, some non-taxable ways that people can hold on to their money? Well, like you said, a health savings account is a good way because, um, yeah, you put money aside. It it goes into a savings account without being taxed. Mm-hmm. When you use it, it becomes taxable. But it's a good way for you to put money away for, you know, those times that right. might happen. But you've got a variety of retirement options that you can set up. An IRA is the simplest one and the one that most people are familiar with. But you've got self-directed IRAs, you've got pension plans, you've got 401ks, you have all sorts of things. And depending on your income levels, how many people you employ, things like that, will make a difference on what kind of plan you want to have. And these are questions that I would guide somebody to look at, but then they probably need to talk to a financial advisor. Right. To actually right. get that going, you know. Right. Yeah. And but then you get into the whole situation. You put money in, and then your corporation can match, mm-hmm. right? So then you yeah. can end up getting yeah. ex- even more money. Yeah. So essentially, what you you end up doing is you're paying money to yourself, mm-hmm. but you can't use it right. until retirement exactly. age. You right. know. Which is good because that's right. what you we want right. to be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because too many people, if they go into a a small corporation and they keep their salary to themselves low they they wind up when they're close to retirement age going where's I don't my have money? Any money yeah you know how come yeah. i don't have any money well because you didn't do that next step and mm-hmm. set up some kind of your own retirement plan mm-hmm. exactly and retirement plans can be very creative extremely meaning, creative meaning you can get a truly self-directed retirement plan mm-hmm. that and they're only set up by a few kinds of firms that will do this But a true self-directed retirement plan allows you to use your retirement money to invest in real estate, invest in other things, rather than just being tied into the stock Stock. market and Mm -hmm. bonds and things like that. Exactly. So, and and I kind of like those ideas. Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah. Well, it's good to have things differently. So, managing the risk, depending on what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can never tell from one day to the next, the economy and... Yeah, and yeah. I mean, a year and a half ago, the stock market took a huge dump because of oil prices. Yeah. Right. And we're just eking out of that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So how, how much should somebody pay themselves as a salary? What's appropriate? What's, what's Well, the IRS has guidelines. They have guidelines, and they want it to be a reasonable salary that you would pay anybody else to do that job. Okay. And so we look at that, and... We make 
you know, I, you know, I work with my clients and we make the evaluation as to are you reinvesting a lot of your money back into your business because you're still kind of in an early growth stage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in that case, many of us live hand to mouth when we're first starting our businesses. Yeah. So we look at really what's going on in your business, how much your income is, what might be reasonable. You know, I, I'm not going to tell the you know the president of IBM that he should only take a sixty thousand dollar salary. That would be kind of silly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So we have to base it on, um, stay within the realm of reality with the IRS. Okay. But we we make it so it's workable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is something I, I always hear people ask about is allowances. You get that form and you're like, some people say, I have ten, I have zero, I have two. What is what is the purpose of it? What and is there a universal number or what is the the, the gauge for what you should be putting as your allowances. Right. Well, if you're going to be working with certain studios like Disney and whatever, and you're going to have a bunch of W-2s, you should probably be talking to your tax person to figure out what that good number is. Mm -hmm. Because you could have 15 W-2s and 25 W-2s, and you're working one or two days, and they're not taking anything out. And at the end of the year, you're you're in trouble because you owe money. Owe some money. You know, but basically the the purpose of the allowances that you're you're going to declare on that W-4 form has to do with what kinds of deductions you take on your tax return anyway. Are you taking mortgage interest, property taxes, charitable donations, medical expenses? And if you have a lot of that, you can typically take more allowances. Allowances. Right. If you don't have much, you know, you're living in mom's basement or something. We have basements out here. Yeah. But, There's you a know. ton of people out there that are living in their mother's basement. I can see them yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, if you don't really have anything to deduct, then you need to take less allowances yeah. mm -hmm. because you're going to get stuck at the end of the year, you know. Now, that said, as long as you get your taxes paid by April 15th, you know, if there's a penalty, it's pretty nominal, you know. Yeah. Right. You know, right. so, but th these are good questions to work out with your, with your tax professional. That's you cool. Know? Okay. Yeah. Good, That's good. Cool. Mm -hmm. And, and since most people in this industry um, uh, work from home, mm -hmm. um, what part of their home or elements of that home, whether it's internet, cable, phones, whatever, mm -hmm. what percentage or what part can they use as a deductible expense on their taxes? If they're still a self-employed individual, yeah. the IRS is going to want you to measure your house. How big is it? A thousand square feet, whatever. And then they want to know how much space is used exclusively for business. I see. You know, so if you've got one whole bedroom set up and you've got it soundproofed and you've got all your studio equipment in there, you can take that bedroom. Mm -hmm then they kind of want a square footage comparison. How big is that bedroom compared to the total square footage? Some people will go, well, I've got a three-bedroom apartment. I'm going to take a third when I use one hole. You know? And that's fine, and that's fairly reasonable because you also have clients coming in using the bathroom, using the kitchen. You're making coffee and sandwiches and things for them. Um, 
Nobody's <laughs> ever made a sandwich for me in any studio. I, this is a, we're talking to high-class studios here. I okay. knew that you were going to say that. <laughs> I could hear you going, I didn't get a sandwich. <laughs> Chuck! I'm just saying, I'm a little hungry, and I didn't get a sandwich. Okay, go ahead. Diane's never made us a sandwich, just saying. Anyway, back to you, Diane. Yeah, so anyway, you can then deduct a portion of your rent. You could deduct a portion of your renter's insurance. You can deduct utilities. And, you know, if you've got special feeds um, that you're paying for specifically for, like, a sound studio or whatever, those mm -hmm. can be deductible. So, and these are things that, as an employee, you're not going to be able to deduct or you will, they will be far more restricted. Right. You know. Um, once you get into, like, a corporation and you're doing that, mm -hmm. then your corporation can actually sign an agreement with you as to how much rent they will pay you. Ah which is kind of a nice thing. And mm -hmm. if you already own your equipment before you incorporate, the corporation can lease your equipment from you. And so these are things that then... This is where it gets creative, just, and I love on. it. If you just <laughs> caught what she just said, yeah. you're going to save a lot of dough. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, we just put it on paper and, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. because what would the difference be if you rented... A studio down the street, your corporation rents a studio down the street, yeah. or your corporation rents a studio from you. Right. From you. So it exactly. doesn't matter if your home studio, your office, if you're a renter or you own the property. It's just about square footage and, and legitimate business happening in that yeah, and money, dwelling. And money. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. what it's, what's costing you money yeah. or not costing mm -hmm. you money. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That was mm -hmm. one of my favorite ones, by the way. <laughs> um, I know. So cool. Hey, ask her another question. Go ahead. Um, so then as far as your gas, your car, your maintenance, all of those things, based on you know the, the whole deductible thing, you mm -hmm. can really... Because uh, there's a lot of people that are not deducting... The water they buy, the, uh, there's the apples they eat. I mean, there's, mm -hmm. is there kind of a, a general... Does Diane know that we eat apples for declicking our sound? Did you know that, Diane? No. That's why it If you have mouth noise, yeah. Oh. Yeah, a green apple will take out the mouth noise. Oh, Generally. wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. we taught you something, Diane. Well, thank you. <laughs> She's like, I'll take that to the bank. Well, that's all we got for part one with super accountant Diane McCauley. But guess what? Next week, we're going to be back with part two. And all the stuff that you didn't learn in part one, we'll have for you in part two. We will. And don't forget to keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And listen to us on iTunes, you guys. We love you so much. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you, you always have, have time for a little buzz. buzz. Just listen to VO Buzz Weekly, watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com, on their YouTube channel, or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time, and remember, you always have time for a little buzz.